This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour, coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC studio and online at theticketfm.com. The list is there for you. The names. Welcome to it on a Wednesday. Wednesday means teammates mentoring hour. Uh, we appreciate you guys coming and hanging out with us for a bit and uh, allowing us to share what what happens in this mentoring biz and, and this family that is teammates mentoring. Uh, 402-464-5685, starter him text line. Honda Lincoln Hotline, if you want to join in the conversation, uh, hit us with a what's up, and we'll have the conversation. The Starter Heyman Live video stream is up. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter Live, where you can see everything that's going on in studio and meet everybody up close and personal. A um, couple of things in play for this, in this this specific hour that I got tied into. I want to share the story before we jump in and, in, and introduce our guests. But um, and Audrey Watson's here. I want to say first, I want to say hello and good to see you again. Hello, good to see you. Um, I have to tell the story, and and I promised the guy that I would. Um, I was getting a ride to the station one one day last week, and the driver said, "I love what you guys do. I love what you guys do." And I didn't know where he was going with it, um, but he said, "Yeah, I was listening, and I was sitting there listening, and all of a sudden I just got this teary eyed that I need to do something." And he says, I was listening to the to, to the mentoring folks. And I recognize that he moved here from Georgia, no, from Tennessee. And his wife was originally from here, who's a teacher here. Um, he works remote, but he has time during the day. And he said, I absolutely have to do this. So he goes, he asked me several questions. How long does this take? And he, we went through the, all the boxes to be checked. And then you say, yeah, I got to do this. Yeah. I got to do this. So it's good to know that you're reaching, folks. And you know what, DP? He applied. Because <laughs> in <laughs> our in our application system, yeah. shout out to, to you, man, <laughs> out there. Um, he put on there that he listens to 93.7 The Ticket yeah. and that he was DP's Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> I love seeing that. Thank you for being a spokesman for us. Well, this is what we're doing. It was spectacular, right? Because I just started grinning because his, his wife's a teacher and I was like, bravo to that, right? That's another form of it and another way another boundary that we need in this space but uh to have somebody just randomly tell you that you reach them that this thing that we do each week reach them so uh first audrey watson would you please come on and tell the folks who you are and what you do yeah, absolutely. So I'm Audrey Watson, as DP said, um, and I work for teammates. This will be my seventh school year, is my seventh school year, um, and I'm a match support specialist. So once you become a mentor and you're matched up with your mentee, um, I'm really there to provide resources and to answer questions. And sometimes we have mentors that just need to call and talk about things. It might have been a hard session um, or a really exciting session. So um, I'm the person there that's that's there to provide all those things. What for folks that don't know, what got you to the door of teammates? 
What was it about teammates that got you there? So I originally went to school for social work. I wanted to be a social worker. I was going to be a licensed licensed therapist. Um, and then my path right out of college, I basically was, give me any kind of job I can get. I need to make some money. <laughs> right. um, and I kind of went on a social work slash educator route. Um, and then I was like, oh, I really like education. Like, this is awesome. Getting to see kids, getting to see how they grow, how they just absorb everything like sponges. Like, this is this is awesome. And so moved to Lincoln. This is That's where my fiance at the time was, now husband. And uh, um, I saw the opening for teammates and I'm like, oh, that's what I need to do. Like, I love being around youth and I love being a mentor, a presence in their lives. Um, and it was involved in the school system. And I just believe wholeheartedly in public education. So I'm like, this is a win-win. I got to apply for this. And here I am. <laughs> I, I was. We were at the game Saturday, and I was on the sideline with De, with uh, Des Moines. Mm -hmm. And of course, Des Moines just glows whenever he gets the opportunity, and he had the full collection of t teammates, mentors down the field. And he just kind of whispered, "He goes, this is very cool." <laughs> but he was looking back at the young people. Oh and yeah. I, and I kept thinking to myself, "That's how you know you have the right person in in, in place," because. Yeah. He loves the people. Like, he yeah. absolutely does. We had um, a student that – so LPS every Friday, I think it might be, they do a, um, a new educator spotlight. And one of them that came up is actually a former mentee that I had known in middle school and then went to high school and then through college. And she's still in contact with her mentor, and now she's a teacher at LPS. So when you're looking at the ripple effect, like, there's a perfect example of it right there and how teammates can be involved in that, and it's – it's so cool. It's so cool to look back and be like, I knew you when I was helping you complete scholarships and now you're helping other students complete scholarships. So it, it, It's the constant planting of seeds that you don't get to see the fruit of mm -hmm. because even in the mentoring, the mentors affect people that they're never going to meet. Right. The, each of you, uh, the, the young people carry your message. They carry your words in their head. It's a part of their conversation. So, Audrey, would you introduce Mike, please? Absolutely. So I get the pleasure of working with Mike this year. Mike Gelati is the facilitator at Scott Middle School. Um, this is his kind of first year. <laughs> He's been a facilitator before. <laughs> and now we're lucky to have him back again this year. Um, and he's just awesome at what he does. So we're happy to have him here tonight. Mike, tell the folks your story. Yeah, happy to be here. I'm excited to be back working with teammates. I'm here as the teammates facilitator at Scott Middle School, so representing the Shining Stars. <laughs> Once upon a time, right. I was a facilitator uh, back in maybe 09. I was teammates facilitator helping the program at North Star High School. Um, so long journey, come full circle, get a chance to be back helping a great program that builds relationships. So excited. What, what brings you to the door? What is the thing that makes you want to reach out and be there for other folks? Uh, the kids. Um, you know, the first answer I've ever had in every job interview I've ever had is what, you know, they always ask, why do you want to do this? It's always been to help people. Yeah. Um, and teammates is a chance to move way up the workflow, right? We can help them now. Um, I'm working with 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. We can get them matched up with a positive role model in their life. Um, that pays long dividends. And so it's just always been to help people realize how great they can be and some because they don't they often don't realize that um, and to help the adults who are the mentors understand you can make an impact and so that's that's what brings me to the door how often does that is that being said to your friends and and, and associates um yet we if it 
depends who it's coming from. Yeah. We're reinforcing yeah. that all the time. Yeah. Um, that is, that's the start of the conversation and the end of the conversation. You make a difference. Here's how you can make a difference. You, we talk to a lot of people who, how do I, I want to make a difference, right? Your story's a great example. Mm-hmm. The, teammates is how. Teammates is one way you can make a difference, and you have a great framework and a structure to help support that. All you have to do is be there. And induce the, the gentleman next to you. I'd like to, I, I'll I, jump in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just met. I we just I met. Look, you guys were cozy up front. I thought you were like, uh, They're going to be best friends. After yeah, this. right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So this is Tyler Schroeder. He's been a longtime mentor for teammates. He's currently at Lincoln High mentoring um, a young man. So we're excited to have him here tonight to talk about his journey, too. Yeah, Tyler, tell the story, man. Yeah, so mine actually goes back. Um, so I went to Hastings College, uh, graduated in 07 played football out there so obviously Tom's connection to Hastings College uh, was one of the, I think Hastings was probably one of the first ones where they started to expand mm-hmm. uh, from that standpoint um, as a freshman was a I guess somebody that followed the rules and coach said hey he'd be a good one for uh, teammates so I started out there um, in 03 uh, mentored a kid that um, man past was not good parent life was not good that's before all the uh, legal rules were in play, and I took him. T- I picked him up, took him to all the events that we had. Um, you know that I understand where they're here today, but um, so yeah. So then I graduated, came back to Lincoln, um, started a career, and uh, was in a position where our culture at the time of my my work was not a a get out of office type conversation. So uh, finally, our culture changed, and um, you know Tom came and talked to. Uh, us as, as a recruiting event um, at our office and I said all right it's time to get back into it um, I grew up with a lot of kids that were underprivileged um, playing on a select basketball team that I saw a lot of that happen um, so in my mind um, I thought I could make it help make a difference just try to help if, if it's one kid whatever so I think now I'm not six years now um, I'm on my third kid um, based on some kids moving around and uh, leaving the city and, and some um, parental decisions. So, um, but no, I've, I've got a, a ment- mentee today that I've been with. Uh, this is my third year. Um, awesome kid. Um, honestly, he makes it easy. So it's it's fun to sit down. We play Uno pretty much every week. Um, <laughs> but when he was a freshman at Lincoln High, um, he was hesitant to go try out for sports. And it had been a year since he had played baseball. If you know Lincoln High, they don't have the best Lincoln High or baseball team. But I said, hey, man, they need players. They need bodies. Just go try. And uh, so we went and talked to the coach, got him involved. And now he's playing, you know, his third year, plays summer baseball. Um, and so just trying to push him. I was telling him earlier that, you know, my conf- my my uh, my story with my mentee is to push him out of his boundaries. Right. Get, get yourself out of your boundaries, push to do things that we, you know, that make you nervous. So I've done some of the videos uh, with teammates, with uh, my mentee and I. Um, and so I told him that I was doing the, the show. I said, look, man, I'm I'm getting out of my boundaries of, uh, you know, getting on the radio, getting on a, a live feed, you know, those things. Um, he's like, seriously? I go, yeah, it's not just you. It's me, too. So um, he's definitely done that as well. So that's kind of the 
quick story. Where is the line? I, whenever we get mentors in, I ask, where's the line between how much you receive and how much you give? Like it's supposed to be like we're the, being there for somebody else, but ultimately it becomes about you're also receiving from these kids. Audrey, mm-hmm. how, where's that line for you? Oh my gosh, I have um, I have two mentees, so I'll just talk about the one I've been with the longest. Um, she and I have been together for four years, and she is a junior at um, Lincoln High. And she, oh my gosh, I hope she's getting something out of it, but <laughs> let me tell you, I totally am. I told her the other day I was like so tired, and I didn't want to get out of bed. And I was like, oh my gosh, what day is it? Kind of like when I walked in here today. And my husband's like, oh, it's Thursday. And I'm like, oh! It's mentee day. And I got so like, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I literally got out of bed because I was so excited that I'd get to see her that day. She's just so funny and she's brightens your mood and she's so smart. And I love being able to say like, I'm so proud of you. Like, look at all these amazing things you're doing and I get to be your cheerleader. And it's anyway, she's changing my life. That is the tracking, right? That, Mm -hmm. that you, you get to see that. Uh, Mike, I'll ask the same thing. Um, What's the line for you? Is it 50, 50? You know, I think some people are surprised to hear that, you know, the kids are excited about having mentors and, but they don't always convey that. And that's, they have a hard time conveying that message and their mentors don't always feel that. And they're always asking, I don't know if they're getting anything out of it. Are they enjoying it? What do they say? I get to see the backside of that where all of a sudden someone tracks me down in the hallway and says, my mentor's coming today, right? <laughs> and so... There's certainly the kids are benefiting benefiting from it, even if they don't always give that message as clearly or as explicitly as they could. The mentors get a ton out of it. The that they keep coming back, and that shows you how much they're getting out of it. That that part, that last part, where is exactly where I was going. Yeah. The fact that they keep showing yep. up um, is is probably the great compliment. Uh, that moment at the door. Uh, I know that a lot of people who are listening have the concern, well, what if I can't show up as I, as I, as I promised? Um, how would you go about getting those people across the bridge uh, to that first get-together? How would you do that? What do you say to them? I think the first thing I tell them is, we're, given the importance of the relationship that we're trying to build, we're about as flexible, I think Audrey would probably agree, we're about as flexible as we can be. Um, we do have some core tenants that have to be in place, and that goes back to the program inception, right? You have to have these ingredients for, be, for it to meet the objective of the program. However, we try to encourage them that we're as flexible as we can be with scheduling. Um, when you build a trusting relationship, the mentees are really understanding. And, you know, we have some mentors who have work schedules that change or perhaps their seasonal change because they showed up those first few times and because they built that relationship and because the mentee knows that they're there for the right reasons, the, the, the kids get it. The yeah. kids get it. I always tell mentors, you know, we're shooting for 24 times out of the year. That's that magic research number that says builds that trusting relationship, knows, you know, like students know that their mentors coming back, they're engaged in school because of that. Um, And there's 36 weeks in a school year. So there's 12 weeks there that you can miss from vacation and illness. And we know things happen. So one of the things I always tell mentors is as long as you're telling your mentee, you're good. Mm -hmm. If a mentee knows what to expect, 
that's another way of building trust. And you're also modeling what it looks like if you need to change something. What does that look like in the workforce when the student graduates and goes on to work? Like they've had this modeled for them on what that looks like and how to approach that. Um, so communication is what I always say. Just always communicate with your mentee, your facilitator, our office, um, just to get that message across. Because we know things happen. You have to miss. I think the one thing, DP, I'll add in there is, yeah. uh, so from my standpoint, right, you're asking these guys, but um, the one thing that I share is, it's funny because I was sitting at work today in the office and telling some people I was coming to do a radio show, mm-hmm. and they're like, really? I was like, yeah, kind of nervous, but <laughs> hey, listen, it's one hour a week, right? So so for me, it's my lunch hour, and it, if it, even if it's 45 minutes, whatever, that's still something, and, and to these, the point that they just made, it's showing up. Um, that consistency, you know, you can miss a couple here and there. They, the kids get it, right? But in their life, they need somebody that's consistently showing up. And so it's just one hour a week that it takes, right? It's in school. Um, I think the person I was talking to earlier today, they didn't realize that, oh, it's just in school. You know, they, mm-hmm. they've they had other ideas in their mind about other uh, organizations that, you know, it's outside of school or it's doing so much a week, so much, in, you know, and, and, and it's really just one hour a week that you have to spend and it's it goes a long ways through all of this for for each of you and and tyler you know if you're an athlete and you're now a mentor it's coaching it's coaching yep like it it really is how much has your 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 background in playing playing sports and being coached being coachable how's that show up on on a mentor day yeah i mean for me it's um so just showing up, right? I mean, that's, you know, when you're in college, you play sports, you're, you're expected to be on time, right? You, you don't show up. If you show up on time, you're late, you know, the, that conversation, if you're early, you're on time type, type thing. And, um, and having that conversation and, and um, being able to sit down and, and talk through, um, you know, playing sports wise, you get confidence from just being an athlete, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not confident in, in what you're doing as an athlete, then, you're going to fall back. So to push yourself forward, and it's the same thing with here, right? I, I talked about earlier the con- uh, getting out of my comfort zone and, and building confidence in my mentee. In this case, you know, having a conversation, being able to have a conversation with me about anything and everything, building that confidence with him, then allows him to, hey, he's struggling in a class. He can now go talk to his teacher because he knows he needs some help that's not my job really as a right as a mentee i can help him with some classes if i need to but that's not really why i'm there we're there to have conversation you know talk whatever he needs whatever he needs help with i'll help with i'll ask you all because it always seems to me that you have a pretty good feel and grasp for the for the time in school but what happens after what's the communication what's you know parents who want to reach out teachers who may have some you know, hey, by the way, this is the thing that happened. How much of your time is spent on the after? Well, as a mentor, none. <laughs> I mean, really, your relationship is with your mentee, mm-hmm. and that's it. You're spending that 40-minute. I mean, if you're going to be like a crafty mentor and you want to come up with crafts and, and that sort of thing or a STEM project, like you can put as many hours in as you want. But at the end of the day, it's meeting with your mentee. Mm-hmm. That's the only expectation. Um, not talking with teachers, not talking with counselors. If you need help or you need resources or support, facilitator, mm-hmm. people like me. Does that ever happen, though? Does it ever happen where a teacher, you're sitting down and a teacher walks up and says, hey, uh, by the way? No. It's, I, I'll, let, me take a, let me take a step back. Yeah. 
my first run of teammates back mm-hmm. in 2003, yeah. yes, I had that conversation all the time okay. because it was a different situation, right? A different world too, right? The, the, the engagement model has changed, right? It's evolved into where we are in the world today. Today though, no, I've, I've never had, uh, you know, as I walk into the, the, um, as I walk into Lincoln High, so I've been, again, like I said, I'm now in my sixth year there. I know Mr. Larson pretty well. I know him somewhat outside of, of school as well. So when I walk in, he may say, hey, just FYI, you know, your mentee's, you know, doing well here or, you know, hey, talk to him about this if, if there's something. But it's not like an, a, a conversation that's always happening. Right. So we're we're developmental. So mm-hmm. everything that happens, we want that to come from the mentee. Going into a mentoring relationship, we don't, you know, we don't encourage the facilitator or the parent to be like, so this is what this student is going through. Um, and this is how you can support them the best. Although that might be like a really easy way to start it, that's not going to be a genuine trusting connection. Mm-hmm. Then at the end of the day, when the student feels comfortable to share that with their mentor, that's a much more powerful experience for them. Um and, and we also want to avoid those triangle relationships. And what I mean by that is they're a mentor, not a parent. So we don't want the parent. Well, that's why I brought along. it up because right. people who, who are often on the text line and then they'll ask, what happens tonight? I'll get conversations tomorrow. And the questions from la- the last two shows we did were, what happens if this? I'm like, no, let me, let me, let me walk you through. Mm-hmm. They're different. This is different. You need yes. to hear it so that folks know what is required of them if they're yeah. considering doing this. And that's a big part of this is to, for the person listening who decides that, you know what, that, that 45 minutes to an hour is doable. Oh, like, it totally is. Right? I mean, the, the, the preconceived idea of what mentoring is versus what teammates actually does. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big part of the messaging. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll say our office sometimes will get calls from parents that are like, okay, Johnny's really struggling with getting his chores done at home. Can you have his mentor talk to him? (laughs) And rest assured, mentors, we handle all of that. You never even know that Johnny's mom calls because those triangle relationships, like I said, we really want to avoid that because we don't want the mentor coming in as like another parent the kid doesn't need another parent the student doesn't need another parent they don't need someone also telling them things that they need to be doing um it's their relationship it's someone that they can confide in and come to with with whatever they want to how much of that how much of of, of within the school system so are there teachers that are mentors does that happen i've seen that happen there uh as a matter of fact there's several that work um, at the administrative level who are also mentors, often at another school. Okay. I've had several several previous colleagues who we would arrange for them to have some time to leave and go to another school so that they could follow their mentee. As they moved from, you know, initially it might have been an elementary school that was a little closer to where they at, but that's something that's it's important to the community, it's important to the district. So I know there are staff, um, there are staff that have a flexible enough schedule to be a part of that, um, yeah, are certainly members of the teammates community. Yeah, we have several teachers, administrators, like mm-hmm. you said, some counselors. Um, we are really particular about not having those roles interfere. Mm-hmm. So like if you're your seventh grade English teacher, we're not going to let you mentor one of your seventh grade students um, because then you're again, you're in that triangle relationship. Um, but if that student has then moved on to eighth grade and you had a great relationship and you already started to form that trust Absolutely, you can be their teammate. You know, we would just want to make sure that they have since moved on from <laughs> being mm-hmm. your pupil, your student. Um, but yeah, we have that happen all the time. 
We're going to throw it to break. When we come back, I want to ask about in that space, matching up mentors with the mentees and how that process happens. Because to me, fishing in a barrel is important. You got to get it right. Um, <laughs> I do want to hear the particulars behind it. So you're listening to Teammates Mentoring Hour. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. More of the Teammates Mentoring Hour is minutes away on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 